0: Oh, well. (laughs) Well, thank you, my dear. Thank you very much. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's turn the house lights on so we can see our notes, please. We're so glad that you decided to join us today in adding to whatever your Christmas traditions are, worshiping our Lord and Savior. I can't think of a better place to be. Like David said, there's nowhere else I'd rather be this morning than in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. It is Jesus' birthday after all. How can we get all the presents on his birthday, right? And thank you so much for your love expressed to Pastor Carrie and myself, all the, all the gifts and the cards and the gestures. Uh, we're, we're very blessed to be here. Um, I know that many of you are going to be leaving here in just a few minutes. I'm not going to talk real long today. No, i get a good hand clap after that, right? Uh, but you're probably going to be going somewhere. You're probably going to be eating a lot of food. You're probably going to be spending some time with family. So I wanted to give you a few holiday eating tips, okay? If no one sees you eat it, it has no calories. Okay? All right. If you drink a diet soda while eating a candy bar, they cancel each other out. All right? Cool. Calories don't count if you eat the same amount as everybody else. If someone gives you dessert or a treat, it's sugar-free because you didn't pay for the sugar. It's free sugar. This one I like is we're probably going to do this today. Movie-related foods are much lower in calories because they're part of the entertainment experience, not part of your personal diet. This includes but is not limited to milk duds, popcorn with butter, junior mints, Snickers, and gummy bears. <laughs> Can I get an amen on that? <laughs> Cookie pieces have no calories because the process of breakage caused calorie leakage. <laughs> right? If you eat off somebody else's plate, the calories don't count either. If you eat standing up, those calories don't count because you walk them off. And finally, for those of you that are stressed, that's just desserts spelt backwards. Amen? Amen. All right. So, so go today and be free and have all the calories you want because next week we start our fast. <laughs> Woohoo! I got Pastor Kerry excited about. It. Don't worry, I'm going to equip you with some information, and we're compiling our cookbook and and all that. And it's really, it really is a great time. And so next week I will be speaking about what a fast is, what that looks like, and 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 how to uh, to walk through that process. Amen. Because it, it's not the easiest process, but you know the the things that we get in life aren't always the best things in life aren't always easy, are they? They don't. They're not always free. The best thing in life I received was free, though, is my salvation. Didn't cost me anything that day. It's cost me a lot since, though. Amen? Amen. So today we're going to finish our Christmas story series. And and who's better story to summarize the Christmas story than the story of Jesus? It's where I wore my tie, says Jesus, right? It's it's Jesus' birthday today. I'm going to represent my God. But instead of telling you a story today, I thought our time would be better better spent talking about what Christmas is. So let me pray, and then we'll jump into this thing. And it's only be just a few minutes, and we're going to be heading out to whatever traditions you have and doing family things and, and whatever Christmas does for you. So Lord, bless our time together this morning. We already have experienced your presence here. Thank you for allowing us to be a church. So many churches today decided to do Christmas Eve services and. And close their doors. And whatever reason, that's good. I'm not poking at them. But Lord, I'm just glad our church is open today. Amen. That we could worship together and be with family and to celebrate you. Bless my lips and keep my my throat clear today as I share this message that's in my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Still struggling with that thing a little bit from last week. Kind of comes and goes. But God will give us the the, 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 the mercy to get through it. Amen. But in answering the question, what is Christmas? What is Christmas? How do you wrap up all the stories of Christmas and explain the true meaning of Christmas in just a simple way? Well, the best way I know is out of John 3, 16. And I want us to read this together, if we can. Verses 16, 17, and 18. So, as you see it on the screen, follow with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. Listen, no one can outdo or undo what God has done. Nobody, not even Satan, can outdo or undo what God has done by sending his son. No one has ever given or will ever give a greater gift than we have already been given in the gift of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That's what we're here today for. That's why we celebrate Christmas. It's not to give gifts to one another. We do that as a representation of what God did for us, giving us a gift. I give gifts to the people I love because I want to express to them the gift that I received. Jesus saved my soul. Amen? Amen. I want to think about this morning the true meaning of Christmas. I want to talk about that a little bit. What is Christmas? So I just called this Christmas Is. The first thing I see, Christmas is a time of remembering. Time of remembering. We remember the great love that he has for each and every one of us. We should be thinking about that today, not what's under the tree for me or not, not how good is the turkey or ham or whatever your meal is going to be. It's, it's what the love of Jesus has done for my life. He loves us so much that he left heaven to be born in a manger to ultimately die on the first Christmas tree, the cross. See, the Christmas tree, when I look at it, it, I think about the cross. When I look at that, it's not a, it's not a pagan worship thing. I, I, I look at that, and, I, and it reminds me, today is Jesus' birthday. And somebody took a tree similar to that and, and, and skinned it down and made a cross out of it and hung my Savior on it. Yeah, it's pretty. There's lights. There's bulbs. There's, look at the size of that blue bulb right there. <laughs> Somebody pointed that out to me yesterday. I said, no, wonder are the trees like? <laughs> Christmas. It's a time of remembering. It's also a time of remembering the uniqueness of Jesus Christ. Listen, we remember his life. His life was so unique. Have you ever seen the bumper sticker or the T-shirt that says, Born to Live? Well, Jesus Christ was born to die. What about his teachings? Whosoever means anyone. Jesus said, whosoever believes in me. Anyone who believes in me will not perish. Listen, no one else has ever taught that. No one else has ever been qualified enough to teach that. You either have to die a martyr. You have to give a certain amount of money. You have to do a certain amount of work. You have to give so many Hail Marys in order to get saved or to be qualified for heaven in many other religions. Only one. Only one teaches. It's through me, Jesus said. What about his miracles? 37 miracles performed in three years of ministry. That's one a month. Man, I wish I had a track record like that. You know what I'm saying? Since I kind of studied that out, I've been praying, Lord, can you give us one miracle a month at Grapevine? One genuine miracle, one miracle of healing, one miracle of faith, one miracle of of believing again, one miracle of hope, one miracle of peace, one miracle of joy unspeakable for people who have been walking in darkness. Listen, there's Christians in this room still walking in darkness. They're still walking without hope. They're still walking without peace. They're still walking without joy. And God says, enough is enough. I sent my son that you could have all these things. I didn't even think I was going to preach today. (laughs) What about his prophecies? 353 prophecies fulfilled in the birth of Jesus Christ. Whoa. That's just a coincidence, though. His death. Many religions say, you must die for our cause. Ours is the only one that says, he must die for our cause. and his resurrection. No other God's ever done that before. Every God that's died since or before Jesus, they're still dead. They're still in the ground. My Jesus is alive today. Amen. Let's give him a shout of praise in this place. Hallelujah. It's also a time of loving. People make a special effort to be nicer this time of year. Have you noticed that? Unless you're at the store. Somebody told me uh, the other morning, Friday morning, no, Saturday morning, yesterday morning. Merry or er, Happy Holidays? I said, No, no, no. Merry Christmas till after tomorrow. Then you can Happy Holiday me. She smiled. People make a special effort. They're a little light, nicer. They're a little more thoughtful. They're they're a little mo- more generous during Christmas. We get involved in things like cookies, cocoa, and caroling, right? We get involved in, in giving toys to the needy. Man, this church has given away with our, with our relationship with Angel Tree and now through the food bank, I don't know, hundreds, maybe a 1,000 gifts this, this Christmas season. Blessing, yeah, yeah, amen. Go ahead and give the Lord a hand clap for that. We didn't do it. We're not that smart around here, praise the Lord. I mean, have you seen the leader? Unless you're talking about Pastor Carrie. She's brilliant. Oh. <laughs> Serving meals to the homeless. Doing all those things. See, I, I love this time of year. I love this time of year. This, this, the things that we do this time of year are things that we should be doing 365 days a year. Amen. I used to get in a little little bit of a trouble when I was a rescue mission director because I'd be invited in the churches to speak on behalf of the rescue mission, and, and, and you could ask Pastor Kerry, every time I was given the opportunity to share, I'd say this to the church, if you were doing your job, I'd be out of one. Because if the church was doing what the church was called to do, we would not need Salvation Army, we would not need rescue mission, we would not need any of these other organizations. The church is the, is the organization that God has designed to do these things. So as wonderful as this season has been, as much as I've enjoyed it, I wish it was like that 365 days a year. I wish we would focus on our community and focus on the needs of our community and sharing the love of Jesus 365 days. Not that we don't, man. Grapevine is an awesome church. You guys give, you guys give, and you guys focus, and you do. But but I still think, I think, I think we pull back a little bit until it's Christmas or Thanksgiving. God so loved the world. Don't ever forget that in all of our preaching, in all of our teaching, in all of our evangelizing, we need to remember first and foremost that the motivation for all of this is that God is in love with lost sinners. That's the reason. That's the purpose. Verse 17 said, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be what? Number three, it's time of giving. We talked about that. We're generous. God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. Listen, love cannot look with apathy on the hungry, on the sick, on the poor, on the lonely, on the destitute, on the imprisoned, on the impoverished. You can't look at these groups with with an apathetic heart. If you have an apathetic heart, if you have a heart that says, I don't care, there's a problem with you, not with them. I'm preaching hard this morning. I'm not supposed to be so honest on Christmas morning, Pastor Ron. We're going to go home and enjoy our families. But it's true. God gave all he could give. He gave his only begotten son. This gift was freely giving, lovingly given and graciously giving to all of us who are undeserving sinners. Think about this. Jesus shared our human nature so that we could receive his divine nature. That's why he came as a baby, to walk among us, to be the only person to ever walk this planet without sin, to take everything that you and I struggle with day in and day out, Before and after Christ to the cross. Everything that we hold dear to our heart, everything that we esteem higher than Jesus Christ, should be laid at his feet today and given to him as a gift. Lord, I give you my pain. Lord, I give you my anger. You see, when you give that, it is a gift to Jesus because that's what he wants to receive from you. He wants to receive your sin. He wants to receive your pain. He wants to receive... Receive your lack of joy. The greatest gift you can give someone today is eternal life, the gift of Jesus. Right? What do we always say around here? What's better than going to heaven? Taking Taking somebody with you. Number four, it's the time for forgiving. God was willing to forgive us. He was willing to show mercy to a sinful and lost and dying world. The question is, do we have a forgiving spirit? Are we angry today? Do we have bitterness in our heart? Are we holding resentment? Yeah, but it's justified. Pastor Ron, they really hurt me. Yeah, well, you're the only one struggling with this thing right now. Is there somebody you need to forgive today? What a perfect day to, to offer forgiveness to somebody, the gift of forgiveness. Perfect for you. It will be the greatest gift you can give yourself, forgiving somebody else. Number five, a time of rescuing. Aren't you glad about that? <laughs> Woohoo! Rescue me. God rescued us by his love and his mercy. He saved us from perishing, the Bible says. Without Jesus Christ, we are without life. We're heading for a, an eternal, hmm, what's a good word to use here? There's kids in the room. <laughs> Place we don't want to go. What? Separation. separation. That's right. That's the way I have it here. Forever separated from God who made us and longs to be with us. Do you know that? He wants to be with you. He wants you to inter- inherit eternal life. We're all descendants of a dying race, every one of us. But for the grace of God, we would all perish. Number six, told you we're wrapping this up quick, time of changing. Not your clothes. Yeah, I know. I wore a tie two days in a row. Trust me, I'm feeling it. (laughs) As far as I know, no one's getting married today or no one died, so praise the Lord. The Christ of Christmas changes us. He makes us new. All things become new in Jesus Christ. We have new goals. We have new ideas. We have new directions. We have new hopes, new desires, new passions, new friends, new communities for some of us, new houses. All things are new in Christ Jesus. Behold, I'll do a new thing, the Lord says. That just keeps reverberating in my spirit thinking about, what do you want to do this next year, Lord? What do you want to do this next year? I want to do something new. And what he told me last night during our candlelight service is that he wants to begin to, to illuminate dark places in people's lives. People have been living in this room, people who have been Christians, living in darkness, living, linder, living under oppression, and I really believe that, that God wants to bring the light of his Son into that area of your life. If you'll let him, will you let him in? Jesus changes people for the better forever. Right? It's not just a one-time deal. I didn't give my life to Jesus 22 years ago, 20 years ago, and that was it. Okay, praise God. Now, good luck. Good luck with the rest of your life. See you in heaven. No, it has been getting better day by day. There's bad days, but there's a whole lot of good days. And finally, it's a time of rejoicing. Today is a day to rejoice, to celebrate Jesus Christ, to celebrate the Christmas season, to celebrate our family, to spoil our kids. It's okay. Don't go broke doing it. Don't go into debt doing it. I probably should have told you that before today. I apologize. If you haven't learned that yet, (laughs) I'll help you with that later. Love your families today. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in God's undeserving grace. Rejoice in God's forgiveness over your life. Rejoice in the fact that you've been given a new life and a new mission. Amen? Amen. That's what Christmas should be, a time of celebration, a time of living for him and lifting him up. Amen? Amen. Let's stand. Can't we stand in the house of God? So for the last several weeks, I've been telling Christmas stories. And today, I really, I really wanted to focus on what Christmas is. And, and I really could have summed up this whole sermon in three words. Christmas is Jesus. Christmas is Jesus. And my question to you this morning, before we leave and, and go celebrate, however we're going to celebrate, with every head bowed in this place this morning, you came to this service today, and there are many visitors and many families and friends, and I don't know everybody in this room. And today on Jesus' birthday, he wants to give you the gift of eternal life. He wants you to accept him and receive him as your Lord and Savior. And if you've never made that commitment, today is the perfect day to do that. What does that mean, Ron? What does that mean? It means that you say no to the way you do things, and you say, try to, and you say yes to do things Jesus' way. It means you open your heart to something different, to a Savior who died for you, who came to the world to be punished for your sins. We're all sinners, and without Jesus Christ, there is no hope. So if that's you, would you just raise your hand and say, Pastor, I'd like to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior this morning. I see a hand over there. Thank you. How about this side of the room? Anyone over here? Thank you. Praise God. God is good. All the time. Let's just pray. Jesus, we love you so much. Today is about you. Thank you for allowing me to come to the house of the Lord and worship you. I receive, I receive your free gift of salvation. I say yes to you. Yes to you. Help, me to live today. Help me to live today and the rest of my life for you. I life for you. In your name I pray. Name I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, Lord, I just pray for everybody in this room this morning. As we prepare to leave this place. and. Some of us are probably going into family situations where it might be uncomfortable. But, Lord, I pray peace over every one of those, over every gathering today, that you would be the centerpiece. Let it be a great day today. Bless us, Lord. Bless us with your presence, your presence. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. We love you. Have a very (laughs) merry Christmas. God bless you.